Hello, and welcome to another episode of Root Beer and Rambles. This is episode 11. I'm your host, Isaac Walter. Today, I have no guest, but I do have Main Root Root Beer. This is a root beer that I found at a local, um, like a natural grocer, I guess you would call it. Um, I, well, I guess, yeah, I think it's a natural grocer. Anyhow, they had it in there, and I never heard of Main Root, so I went ahead and picked it up. Um, so, of course, the memory section's not going to be very high, but I, the packaging is kind of cool. It looked good. The ingredients were promising, um, and I thought, why not give it a go, you know? So, picked one up. Well, actually, four, because they only sold them in four packs, so I picked up four, and we're going to go ahead and get into it. Um, I went out of order there a little bit, but when I first opened it, I couldn't help but get a whiff of it, and it smelled so good. I mean, it smelled exactly like what I want a root beer to smell like, you know? That spice you got in there, and it just, it smelled wonderful. So, I'm going to go ahead and mark the aroma as an 8. Smelled really good. Let's give it another taste there. And you know what? The taste isn't particularly strong at all, but the taste is absolutely incredible. I mean, it's really good. It's not a very strong root beer taste, but it's definitely there, and it's definitely exactly what you want a root beer to taste like. So I'm going to have to give that an 8. It could be a stronger... You know, I like it to really be strong. Like, you taste and you're like, that's root beer. But you get that with this, it's just... It doesn't last. It's not as strong. The root beer part. The aftertaste, there's really not one. Once you swallow it, I'm not getting any aftertaste, any residual root beer flavor at all. So, no aftertaste for this one. I think that's not bad. Um, usually, if there's a little sweet aftertaste, that's kind of nice. But I'm not really getting anything. So, that's probably about a six, uh, six there. Because it's average. There's not really anything to... There's a little bit, little bit of sweetness, but nothing that's too much. Carbonation, there's like none. I mean, there is, obviously, there's bubbles, but when I opened it, there was like no carbonation. It was very nice. It was a, um, yeah, very little carbonation. When you take a drink, it's not like the other one that fizzed up everywhere every single time. So I'm going to call that a 7 for carbonation. Memory, of course, I don't have any memory of this root beer. Um, I have never had main root before like I said I just found it recently and um, even though I haven't had it before I really like it um, memory I guess I'll remember it as episode 11 of the pod um, other than that I don't really know I think I was thinking and I think for memory for the root beers I haven't had for memory I'm gonna change it to color and I was thinking about that just because I, when I was looking at this root beer this morning I was amazed at how like clear it is it's just you can see right through the bottle and of course the bottle is brown like most root beer bottles but you can like see through it and it just is a nice orangey brown color very clear root beer and uh, I think that looks cool I don't know I'm not sure if I'll make that a category for the ones I don't have memory of but anyhow I'm gonna mark it down as a six 
the price was pretty good. I got this on sale, so of course it was even better. Um, they were, well, not necessarily on sale. They had like a, a weekend where if you had a user card, you could get something at a discounted price, and my girlfriend has a user card, so I had her pick it up, and I paid her back, and I think it was for four-pack was maybe $5 or something. I don't remember. I honestly can't remember quite what it was, but it was pretty good, so I'd say the price is really fair. I'm going to go ahead and mark that down as, as a seven as well for price. The artwork, it's not very, like... I don't know, it's sublimated with a kind of beige, dark tan with a dark green. It looks almost like a river system. I know it's supposed to be roots, but it looks kind of like a river system. I really like it. It's a cool, old, kind of hand-drawn looking root beer logo or label. So I'm going to go ahead and give that probably about a 7 as well. I like it. It's nothing too much, but it's also exactly what you like to see. And the name Main Root, um, it's not necessarily that creative, but I like it. I think Main Root, it's brewed in Maine, as you would expect from the name Main Root. But that's kind of where, it, obviously, it gets its name. So I think it's, in that aspect, it's probably just a, um, probably just average, I don't know, five or six. I think I'll give it a six. I'm going to go ahead and add this up, and I'll be right back. So this root beer averaged out to a 6.875, which I don't think is fair. I think I would probably, if I was not calculating scores like that, I would probably rate this at an 8. It's a solid root beer. The taste isn't as strong as I'd maybe like, and there's not really an aftertaste, which isn't necessarily bad. Uh, it's just different. Um, and I don't hate that. I mean, that's it's, it is what it is. It's a good root beer, good flavor. And uh, they're fairly inexpensive, so I definitely pick them up again. Um, now to get into kind of the notes, the show notes, I guess, about Main Root. Main Root was founded and first brewed in 2002. The uh, first root beer they ever made was in a lobster pot, which is, of course, kind of funny coming from Maine. Lobster and Maine go together, I think, at least in my mind. So kind of funny that they brewed their first root beer in a lobster pot. Um, it is caffeine-free, which I know, I think Mug is also caffeine-free, but most aren't. I don't don't think that really changes anything, for me at least. Caffeine has never been a big factor for me. I don't drink coffee or anything, so caffeine versus caffeine-free means nothing to me, really. Um, they use 100% organic sugar from Brazil, and they, in trade, they, they say they're free trade certified, but in trade for using the sugar that they get they go over to Brazil to the villages that they're partnered with and they build hospitals and schools and donate supplies and things like that so it's a a pretty cool little situation they've got there where they get to go help out some people who need it and at the same time we get great root beer that tastes really good so it's a win-win I think um, and it was like I said founded in Maine by a man named Matt Seller, who, in a short bio I read, I think he was either a restaurant owner or worked at a restaurant where everything was free trade except the drinks, and he thought, well, I want to make my own root beer, and I want it to be free trade, so he went ahead and founded Main Root and worked out a way to make it fair trade. And they also make 
I, I saw lemonade. I think there was an orange soda, maybe. Uh, and like a cola type, like a Coca-Cola type of drink as well. So they do have a couple of different options from Main Route. And, of course, their ingredients are very simple. It's just, like, five things. I mean, pure water, distilled carbonated water, and then trade-certified organic cane sugar, and then spices. I mean, that's all it says. Three things. At some point, I think it'd be kind of cool to brew my own root beer. I've done it once, and it was terrible. <laughs> I think I'd... I, I just didn't really know what I was doing, and it turned out pretty bad. I was like, this is, I could taste the root beer, you know, like you can taste the, the taste of it, but it was miserable. So, I might try it again at some point, but not for a while, I don't think. Or at least not while I'm here at the college campus, obviously I don't have a place to go set up and brew a root beer. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to decide on a topic just to chat about here for the last six or seven minutes of the pod. Um, I'm thinking of maybe guests, upcoming guests. I have a couple of guys, a couple of friends who I've talked to who were interested in coming on. Um, and there's a few things like that. I, a couple other guys that I think might like to come on the podcast. Um, I know my friend Jake, of course, from episode three. He is likely going to be on an episode in December when I go to visit him because he's going to have... Um, he sent me a text the other day and said he picked up two root beers uh, that I hadn't actually seen before, I don't think. And so we're going to be tasting those and he'll have two. So we'll be doing that. So he'll be a repeat guest, first repeat guest, I would guess unless there's going to be a guest that comes on pretty soon and then comes on again. Other than that, that's kind of the podcast-related news right now. I know outside there's maybe a little bit of noise getting picked up. They're doing some construction. Well, it's a college campus, so they're always doing construction, but they have been doing construction outside my window for the last, like, this whole semester, so three months. It's been miserable because there's always trucks making noise, and they almost backed into my van one time. I watched it from my window, and I was like, wow. <laughs> um, it's been cold here recently, here in northwest Arkansas. This morning, there was frost all over everything, and it was pretty pretty cold. I had one day where uh, we didn't get snow. We don't really get snow here. We get ice, and we had a pretty good layer of ice over everything, and I, ha I had to go out to work, so I went to start the van, and it wouldn't start. Uh, the cold had frozen it, and I've also had the door, um, the door opening mechanisms, they're old, and they freeze stuck in one position, and they don't move, so you have to kind of just wiggle it around until it moves, so I've had that happen a couple of times as well, with the side door especially is the main one, which the side door already is not quite perfect, but it is what it is. I don't know if I've ever talked about my van on the podcast, honestly, I don't remember. I'm a big fan of cars, automotive stuff. I, I grew up in the shop with my dad working on cars, so I, I'm i obviously not a mechanic, but I'm mechanically inclined. I like to play with it. I know how to do a lot of stuff. That's part of my jobs I do at the museum is maintain and restore things, vehicles like that, like Jeeps. And so I like 
projects. Um, a year ago, almost exactly a year ago now, I bought this van for myself. It's a it's a nineteen eighty six Plymouth Voyager, and I uh, I'd never seen one before. And I'm a big Mopar guy, which is Dodge Plymouth Chrysler for people who don't know what Mopar is because it doesn't exist anymore. Um, I'm a big Mopar fan and Plymouth Voyagers. I'm also a big minivan guy and a Plymouth Voyager is just not a vehicle you see very often. So I went ahead and bought that for $800 uh, running, <laughs> apparently. Uh, it was a little rough. There was a couple of little things I did to get it started. Not necessarily started like driving, but to make it like a daily and uh, since then, it's just been slow upgrades, and when stuff fails, replacing it. Like, I had the brakes fail last year uh, while driving, um, and I've had a wheel bearing fail. Not quite fail, but it was bad, and so I replaced that. That was the most recent thing I've done. And then I've had oil leaks that I've patched up a couple of times, found where the leak was, and sealed it, or re uh adjusted it so that it would not leak so bad. So I've had a couple of those, uh, little things like that as well. Nothing too serious though. No, not really. I mean, the brakes failing was pretty serious, but that it was fine. It worked out fine. Cause I was in a parking lot, um, rolling pretty slow when I realized they were out. So I was able to kind of take the van back around to the front of the lot and park it and disconnect the, the, um, hydraulic hose or not hydraulic, but the hose so that it would make it just off your weight without the vacuum help. The vacuum is what failed. Um, so that was pretty, I don't know. It wasn't scary. I've never had a moment in that van where I was afraid, um, for safety. It's not exactly the safest thing. Obviously it's old and things break all the time. And it's actually more fuel efficient than I thought it would be, which I like. It's a good thing. I think, um, I get roughly like 17 miles per gallon in the city and that's pretty good because I know uh, my girlfriend has a Chrysler 300 and that thing gets about 17 in the city as well and I was like huh, I could have my old van with a little four cylinder or I could have this V8 car and I went from a Dodge Charger to this van so I know you know I had my fun I guess that's kind of how I saw it when I was in high school, I got a Dodge Charger, and I was like, this will be my fun car, and then I'll get something actually uh, practical, which I guess the van isn't necessarily practical, because there's times where, like, when the bearing was bad, I couldn't take it on long trips, I couldn't, like, go back home, so I had to fix it here, and, you know, there's times like that, but I think all in all, I've probably put $1,600 back into the van um, with really the most expensive thing I've ever done is the uh, the power steering rack I had to replace. That was like $150. Um, and then the other expensive thing is tires. Tires are always expensive. That was probably another $150. But like everything else, it's just small bits here and there. An oil change here, adding oil here, you know, the brake thing was like 40 bucks. Just did it in the parking lot. Stuff like that. Just like those kind of little things where it kind of adds up, but $1,600 for a van that I really love and I love to work on and enjoy, or I could pay $1,600 for like a Honda Accord. I know what I'm choosing every time. My van is obviously going to be my choice. I love it a lot. Um, I think it'd be cool to share a picture of it, but I always try to make the podcast uh, 
photo, episode photo, a photo of the root beer. So um, that's where, you know, I talked about a, a month ago or more now about an Instagram page for the podcast. Um, and I could post updates and whatever. If you guys think that's a good idea, go ahead and let me know. Um, I'm always open for suggestions, comments. I want to know what do you want to hear about, what topics. Uh, if you have questions, that'd be sick. If you want to leave some questions for me, uh, I'll feel free to answer anything. Just let me know. Uh, it's been a good episode. This is a good root beer. If you ever see main root beer, go ahead and pick it up. I recommend it. And uh, I'll catch you guys next week.